Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. And welcome to another episode of Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee. And I'm your host, Donnie Lawley. And today, Danny and I are here to talk about our relationship. It has officially been one year. I wish we had a clapping sound um, that we could do because we made it, y'all. <laughs> we made it, y'all. One year in. Yeah, one year in. Uh, Danny and I met through Masters of Self University. Uh, he was in one class, I was in another class, and then we got put together because that's how uh, divine things happen, uh, hosting this podcast together. And it has been quite the whirlwind of a year, um, coupled with the fact that we've been doing this work. Obviously it's our life's passion and what we're here to do and in the container of our relationship. So it has been an eye opening year. I, uh, I, you know, I thought that I knew what a relationship was before. I was like, Oh, sis, you had no idea. This <laughs> It's really, uh, what a relationship is. And it's been, it's been a crazy year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Yeah, I think it's safe to say we've both grown a lot. <laughs> we've both seen a lot. And um, there's the, the beautiful thing about doing this work with your partner is that there's no hiding places. And it's about really coming back to authenticity yeah. and coming back to, like, yourself. Mm -hmm. and not projecting all of your crap onto your partner because it's so easy to do that it's so easy to just blame them for everything and we're constantly finding new ways that we run programs and and that really is the beauty is it allows you to see how you're showing up yeah um, because you deeply care about your partner and you never want to i mean i can speak for myself i never want to exchange energy with you from a less than divine place yeah but i've got a lot of work to do a lot of un um a lot of healing yeah to get to a place where i'm not doing that and you know i don't want you guys to all you think that oh this entire year we've spent never projecting never blaming like no we have fallen from grace many many times but the important is uh, the fact that we are aware that we are doing those things and then coming to a place of seeing it and 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 correcting it in the way of going into ourselves and seeing why we run those programs and why did we project it onto our partner so like you know i think who i was before i got into relationship with you i started this work you know the beginning of last january Mm -hmm. and when i when you and i started really talking and things like that you know i can when i watch video last, last night we were watching a lot of our videos of the past year and man, there was one point where you were like, you heard my voice and you could feel where I was vibrationally. And oh my God, like I was just extremely, extremely um, weak. There's just, I think when you look back, there's yeah. many masks, mm-hmm. right? And um, there's many masks that we all wear because because of wounding. Yeah, and you want to show your best 
foot forward because you want them to like you. Yeah. Yeah. And we were looking at that one video. It was right after we recorded the first um, MSU podcast, which was in February of 2022. And, like, yeah, just feeling into where you're at. It's like, oh, like, I can feel the masks that she's wearing. Yeah. Um, Because, obviously, I feel who who she is right now. And, obviously, there's many more masks that we wear that we need to find. But um, seeing that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was just so wanting love and I so wanted to be with you. And um, it came from such a place of wounding, even though underneath the wounding, there was this deep connection between he and I. Uh, It was covered by so much of let me look the prettiest, let me be the coolest, let me constantly listen to him and like never ask questions, uh, uh, never talk about me, but focus on him. Super codependent, super attached. And starting off the relationship like that is the way that I've started every relationship off. You know, I was reflecting on um, my best friend came to visit us recently. And the first day that she came, the house was so clean. And by the time she left, the house was so messy. And I was like, this is what like relationship is. Like first it's like, everything's clean. Everything's amazing. You're like awesome and cool and all these things. And then over time, things come up, you know, you're wounding who you really are. And this is not who you really, really are, but who you are with all the wounding begins to show. And that's how I was, is I just wanted to put on a show in the beginning so that you could like me, so you could accept me, so that you could be with me. And man, even saying that, I can feel how powerless I was in that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And where did you learn to make it all about the other person to get you, to get them to like you? I mean, I think it's it's what I grew up in. And I come from a lineage of women who really put men first. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably most 99% of lineages. And so I've just witnessed that. And I think from young, all I ever wanted was love. And it's not like I didn't get love, but I don't feel like I got true, unconditional love. And so I've just been searching that my whole life. I've always been searching for love outside of me. I've been searching for um, people to fill the emptiness within me. And I think when I met you, I was like, oh, this is it. Like this, this guy does the work. He's on the path. He's spiritual. He's healing. So the way that my programs ran in the beginning was latch on because you're never going to find someone else like this. And I got really lost in that in the beginning. And for a while, even after the beginning, wasn't cute. Wasn't cute. And, you know, a part of me and Danny's story is that after like a few months of speaking, he got to this place where he was like, I just need to be alone. And he's like, I just need to go into myself and, and not be in this container. And that, triggered the first death I had uh, of an old version of me that showed up so powerless and uh, attached and codependent in relationships. And it was brutal, but it was because it was so painful because I had never felt the depths of what was actually in there and why I showed up with every man in this way. And, you know, as it happened, it would, I look at that time and even though it was so hard and I went through so much pain, I look it back and I'm like, thank God I went through that. And I'm so grateful for that experience because when we actually got together the second time again, it was different. I wasn't obviously fully healed, but I showed up differently in that round two than I did round one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we both did. I think that space 
was so necessary for us to heal whatever we were bringing into the relationship that wasn't to get rid of that first layer of the masks. Yeah. Like I I know the way I was showing up was very love bombing. And I know this Mm. is something I've gone into on this podcast before, Um, but it was very much like I felt like, and I learned this from family, from parents that, if I just shower them with compliments of what I think they would want to hear, then they'll love me. And if they love me, then I've, you know, then I've got their love. And Mm -hmm. um, that comes from a place because I don't have that love within myself. So I've got to do whatever I can to make sure my partner knows that I really care about them and I love them and I'm interested and all that kind of stuff. They don't leave. Yeah. And it's funny actually because we didn't we didn't say the the word love until sometime this year. Nine months um, later. Yeah, it was a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, which to me is a real sign of health of like not jumping into something and not misunderstanding the programs for love. Um mm. I think that's very easy to do. And I think all my other relationships prior to this one. I've mistaken what love was for that initial feeling of attraction for that feeling of when a pro you, you and another person's programs are like vibrating and it feels amazing because you feel whole when all that's happening is they're probably just filling in all your stuff and lighting up everything inside. Yeah. And as Rachel always says, you know, love is not a feeling. It's a state of being. Mm -hmm. It can be a feeling. It really can. We do feel love. But it's so much more than that. Yeah. And is your is the love that you're sharing conditional? Is it only there just for a moment while things are great? And what happens when those masks come down and the shit hits the fan? Like, yeah. Are you still in love then? Yeah. Or are you out of the beingness of love? Yeah. And then what are you doing for yourself when shit hits the fan? I think um, when we got together and we really started to get into this relationship, I just became so acutely aware of how I was showing up and how I didn't want to show up anymore. And it doesn't mean that there was still programs running and wounded there. I think I I only started finding my footing and my power this year. And when I say this year, I really believe like in February of this year is when I started going, all right, Ellie, like you can't keep doing this, sis. (laughs) Like this, I need you. I want you. I can't live without you. Be with me. Love me. Accept me. All of these things. And I was really, really in gratitude for the fact that you and I, you and I didn't say the three, the three powerful words of I love you until we really knew what we were building here. You know, in the beginning of every relationship I've ever had, I was just waiting for that. I love you because then I would feel safe. Then I feel like, okay, we're, we're doing this and I'm okay. And all these things. And the fact that we didn't say that really created the spaciousness for us to just keep growing and keep building. And now I know like, if you can feel if, I don't know if you feel this, but like the foundation of our relationship is super solid. And in the beginning, I didn't feel that because I was so ungrounded because I wasn't solid within them, within myself, which didn't allow the relationship to be firm. And now like, because we are so individually doing the work our base just feels like cement yeah and there's also like the factor of time like Mm -hmm. true connection isn't doesn't happen in a a second Mm -hmm. it's like you've got to build that 
trust. Trust takes time to build. It's a process. And the foundation that we built was after the first round of us kind of both wearing these masks and then breaking them down. It was all, to me, the moving forward, and, and that's kind of like the second phase of our relationship, it was all about building friendship. Mm. Uh, and allowing that to be the the guide for us moving forward and I think it's very easy to get lost in the the romantic the one the sex sex, the sexualization of everything which obviously is a beautiful part of a partnership it really is and it's fun and it's fantastic and it can be filled with pleasure and connection and joy and wonder However, when that thing is the primary um, foundation of your relationship, any time that that spark, romantic spark, is not there, it's going to be very difficult to move through life, real life challenges. And so when we made that shift into let's just focus on, like, us as friends, Mm -hmm. and that in me saying that, I remember there was a lot that came up in you. Um, but in moving through that and having that as the focus, it really allows like a proper connection. You get to know the person Mm -hmm. on an intimate, deep level, intimate beyond the idea of sexual intimacy, intimate in like the way, you know, a best friend, the way they do everything, not just one thing. Yeah. And also, you know, there's a lot of people out there. We were recently hanging out with a new friend and she was like, I just can't wait for my partner. I just can't wait for my partner. And I'm like, what your partner will come in when you're ready to elevate to the next level. And when I met you was the beginning of the next level for me. Like the things that have come up being with you have been the most intense. Some of the darkest things that I have felt and beautifully right because of what you were moving through like you didn't know if you were really fully in and like real like like buckled in I feel like till this year and that really brought up so much inside of me like I went through a lot internally because of what he was moving through and it's so easy right for my programs to blame him and be like oh he doesn't make me feel safe and he's not sure of me and like that makes me feel like this and then turning that into, well, what is it bringing in you that he doesn't feel? And why do you need him to be safe? Well, if he's safe, then I'm safe. And going into that constantly, because it felt like every month it was a new thing that I had to go deeper into, allowed me to just start building power within me so that no matter what happened, no matter how shaky you were about us, or no matter you know what you chose, I would have me and I'd be okay. And it was crucial for me to move through all of that to get to where I needed to get to for us to actually start really building the foundation of this relationship. Yeah. And, um, you know, I struggled a lot with this disconnection program where one minute I would feel all these amazing oh feelings. My gosh, yeah. And then the next minute something would happen. I would get triggered by something and then all of the feelings that I had for Ellie would just get completely switched off. Yeah. It was like a light switch. Mm. Um, I'm very grateful that that doesn't show up anymore mm. and that it hasn't done for a while. Yeah. And there were waves of this that kept on showing up um, time and time again. Every few months something would happen 
and how I've understood it. Uh, I mean, I think there were there's many factors that that come in here, but one minute when I was a kid, I had everything. I had a family, and then at one moment when my mom announced that she was leaving it felt like everything had gone right and it went from me having everything put together to all everything gone mm. and as a child i didn't know how to deal with that so when things i think got really intense or got a little bit unstable i would just switch off all of my feelings and it's like i when things would get intense with us and i don't mean intense in a, a bad way i mean like when I would feel a lot. I remember there was just one time this year when we was working with the ways of oneness and I was in this ex like really expanded state of consciousness. I was integrating one of the ways moving through this beautiful healing. And I looked to you. I remember my inner child like really showed up when we were, yeah, 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 yeah. we were in the bedroom and my inner child showed up and he just started like freaking out mm. because in that moment, as my heart is opening to you, yeah. the fear of of what I had lost in the past, of, of losing that parent, and obviously we unconsciously project our programs onto our partners, um, the, wound, the wounding normally from our parents. As I'm opening, I'm now feeling the feelings that I have for Ellie, but I'm petrified because the last time I felt this way, I got really hurt. Mm -hmm. So the defense mechanism was just turn everything off. Mm -hmm. And through that, it was really difficult and challenging for both of us. Mm -hmm. Like I, I did not enjoy having my feelings go from everything to nothing. And of course you did not no. enjoy when I was like one minute fully in and next minute I'm like, I don't know, I'm not yeah. sure. So it was really, really, really challenging. Yeah, it messed me up so much. It was so unpredictable. You know, one minute it's like, oh, we're doing this. And the next minute I couldn't even see life in your eyes. You yeah. were so disconnected from me. And then that pushed me to feel everything that was in me when you disconnected. And I hated it. I hated feeling what I felt because what I felt was deep unworthiness, deep um yeah, it was a lot of unworthiness now that I feel into it. And just fear, fear of being alone, fear of being without you. Um, and all this, a lot of insecurities came up like, oh, I'm too ugly for him. I'm too this for him. I'm too that for him. And, you know, looking back, I'm like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. But man, when I was going through it, it was not beautiful at all. Mm -hmm. And, but so necessary because... There was just, I was, I, my soul was like, you're ready to uh, feel this and heal it. You have everything in you now to process and heal this. So do it. And it had to come in the form of you. It had to. And so looking back on the year now, I'm like so grateful to where we are in this very moment, but also so grateful for how much I've grown and I showed up for myself because in the midst of all this too, guys, like. I moved from New York to go live in a van with Danny in Colorado. And then we started a new life in San Diego. So it's, it wasn't like we were stationary, you know, like there were so many moving parts while there were so many moving parts within ourselves and in our container. So it was a very, very challenging, hard year, but man, it's been, it's been so worth it because like, I can see where we're going and I can see who we're becoming and who we were even in the beginning of this year till right now is like vastly different. 
And I know that this is just the beginning of growth. Yeah. Yeah. And what we're creating, like true, you know, true partnership, true love. There's no, you know, there's not a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And when we say true, that's it. It's like, it's getting rid of all the masks. Yeah. Because we've both definitely shown up to other partners wearing other masks and we will continue to wear certain masks until we reflect to each other. Hey, you know, you're kind of showing up like this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shoot. Yeah. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. Thank you for showing that to me. And it's easy to say that in a partnership, but there's one thing to actually do it and live it. Yeah. And it really takes, I actually just posted on Instagram about this. It really takes getting out of the ego that feels, has to get defenses, that feels attacked, that really wants to grow. Because when you bring stuff up to me, I can feel straight away there is this part of me that wants to defend me and Mm -hmm. fight back and attack you and feel it feels victimized and like you're singling me out. And if those programs are running, there's no going past that. Mm-hmm. It's like straight, like, you know, closing off. Mm-hmm. And you can't grow unless both parties are really willing to like, no, 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 we're in this together and we're going to work through it and we're not going to blame each other. And when we do blame each other, we're going to call each other out. <laughs> Just, I think people hit me up like, I want a relationship like yours. I'm like, listen. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready because it from the outside, of course, when we're speaking in a three-minute video, of course, like, oh, my God, that's ideal. But there's work that's put in for us to even create three-minute videos where we're talking about what we just moved through. And, you know, I think for me, being challenged by you to go into myself when I do, I think I project and blame more than you do, uh, for sure. Uh, I blame him a lot. Like, you know, my inner child does this thing where like I just get, I shut down, I don't talk and I get really quiet, which is super challenging because would then when he's like, all right, so what's coming up? What are you feeling? I'm like, no, get away from me. I don't want to talk to you. And then I'm, I'm just trapped. You know, I'm stuck at this very young age. And the beautiful part of dating you is that it allows me to constantly like put a mirror to myself being like, Ellie, What are you not wanting to go into right now? Okay. Because it's so, my last boyfriend, bless his heart, we're friends with him. And you asked him a question. You're like, Hey, what was it like to date Ellie? And his response was, she was just depressed the whole time. Right. And all I did in that relationship was anytime I felt something, it was his fault. He needed to change. He needed to be better because, because then I would be better. Then I would be happy. Then I wouldn't feel the way that I did. And I still, aspects of that still show up in this relationship, except in this relationship, my partner's like, we're not doing that. So why don't you go and take a moment and go into what's coming, drop into that. And I'm like, oh, and I like, you know, that old version of me just wants to blame, wants to blame, wants to blame. But like, you can do it, but who gets stuck as a result of it? You. So why would I do that to myself? And then it's like, fine. And then I go and it takes me a while to get to this place where I can like really release the wanting to blame you and wanting to project on you and then coming back to myself and going into myself. And then I'm like, okay, it was never him. It was you. And even today, one of Rachel's videos is taking things personally. We take it so personally when people project and we blame, it's got nothing to do with us because it's your shit. Mm -hmm. It's your shit. So the sooner you take responsibility over yourself, 
the faster your container and your relationship will begin to evolve. And, and honestly, it does take two to tango to really get to that place together. Yes. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Yeah. You can obviously do this work individually. Yeah. You do not need a partner no. at all. No. Um, but uh, if you want to really get that together, you both got to be on board. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's, that's what we do. Yeah. But uh, I'll say on, on my side, like one of the things that I'm constantly checking myself and asking you to check me in is the programs of like narcissism control um emotional manipulation uh, inferior superior those ones kind of bleed in there they're deep in there as ellie's know because she spent time with my family uh so she's seen <laughs> she's seen how deep it runs within my family and, and the source of where it comes from um so i'm always like please i need you to call me out on this stuff because i'm doing my work i'm i'm trying to see it but the beautiful thing about this partnership is it reflects sometimes even when she doesn't call me out i can still feel i can feel her energy and i can feel when she shifts yeah into she shuts down that's yeah. like ellie's textbook is <laughs> shut down whenever she shuts down i have to come back and be like oh checking with yourself what programs were you running Danny and then I have to go back through and normally I don't I think there's always been I'm running a program that's not to say in a partnership every time one person is in their programs and shutting down yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that the other person is often I've, I from what I've seen is these energies kind of flow together until you get to a place where you really are elevating and healing and at that place then really it can be because there is instances where like i'm annoyed and then my annoyance triggers your annoyance yeah and then her annoyance triggers my annoyance i'm like i was the annoyed one why are you annoyed with me mm -hmm. and now i'm annoyed at you getting annoyed because i'm annoyed yeah which is a mouthful but, yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna say something about um yeah you I, and for me, when I don't call you out, it's because I'm running a program of powerlessness. So I, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Right. And I don't want him to know this thing about me. And it's like, Ellie, you're stunting his growth. And you're also, you're staying in your, in your program of just being completely powerless. And it's like, when you come from power and you say it from love, like, for example, right? I called you out on a narcissistic thing you said the other day. And as soon as I said it to you, you were so grateful. And that, and that's like one of the things I love about you is just like, you're so willing to be called out. And it's like this constant reminder of like, Ellie, he wants to grow. Yeah. So stop like stunting yourself and him. And don't come a place of like, if I'm running a program when I'm telling him like, hey, this is what's going on, that's my stuff, right? But if I come from a place of like, hey, I would love for, I just want to bring this up to you because this is just what I witnessed. And this is, I know this is something you probably want to go into, but like that comment right there, like you made it about yourself again, it had nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't running a program when I said that I had to go into the program that came up when I, so I don't know if you remember, but we were walking and I got mm -hmm. silent. Right. And in that moment I was dropping in and be like, okay, Ellie, what programs are you running right now that you're not like calling him out for his narcissistic comment right now. And it was the, well, I don't want to hurt him and I don't want to. Okay. So I had to go into that, like connect to my power. And then I went, Hey, I'd love to just bring this up to you. But like, you just made something that had nothing to do with you all about you. And then you so gracefully said, Oh my God, thank you. Like, I don't want to show up in that way. And that's a beautiful 
thing about you, but also it takes somebody to want to hear those things, to want to be called out, to want to grow. Um, that allowed me that safety place for me to go into myself and then bring it up to you. Yeah, I remember immediately I felt you shift. Yeah. I felt the shit. I was like, oh, I, and then I saw, I was like, oh, I just made it about me. Mm-hmm. Exactly what one of my parents did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I know, I know how shitty that feels. Yeah. When you're sharing a story to try and connect with somebody and instead of actively listening and listening to understand and maybe to empathize or offer compassion and connect, you're all, all you're doing is the person is just making it about them. Yeah. And immediately as soon as I saw it felt it and then when you said it I was like oh just shame just yeah washes over because I just so much shame for for being that way which then have to process and come back to a place of it's okay Danny that you just did that yeah understand where it come from and instead of shaming yourself right now for being that way which is going to keep you trapped there Let's drop into your heart and let's love that boy that didn't get enough attention when he was a kid and absorb this particular program from one of his parents. Yeah. And that's the work we want to emphasize. It's not about like, oh, don't feel shame. You shouldn't feel shameful. That's an affirmation that is not going to heal the energy, but it's recognizing, oh, the program she has activated right now. Let me drop it and let me love the little boy that's running this program right now and teaching that little boy how to open and how to love the shame that he's feeling that's the difference between all that. Um, but yeah, it was powerful. It, and you constantly reflect back to me, you know, you are a teacher to me in many ways of how I want to show off for myself. Um, the difference between me and Danny is like, I'm still not in this place where I'm like, yeah, this path is amazing. And I love it. Like I'm still in this place where I'm like, Oh my God, why is it so hard? I hate this. Like, and that's something that I know that I will evolve out of. Um, so Having someone so close to yeah, go ahead. I like go. No, having someone so close to me be the opposite of how I still view my um, path is beautiful because it allows me to see why I resist. Still, there's something the resistance program is huge in me, and it's something that I work on constantly. But why I still resist what I'm here to do. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is you're. It feels like you're still in resistance to this path, yes. the path that you're on. Mm-hmm. And I understand why. I get it because it's hard and it's tough. And the what you have to move through and heal is going to take longer than what yeah. I have to. So I've been able to mm-hmm. elevate slightly quicker to the place that I'm at now yeah. to see things from a different perspective. Yeah. Um, and your journey is just longer, deeper and harder. And because of that, it's been a, um, I, it's been like a baton, like we pass like a, like in a relay race, we're like passing the baton to each other. And at the beginning of the relationship, you were just in this amazing space to, to listen to me and understand my problems and really be in presence with what it, what I was moving through. Uh, and that really allowed me to heal and to grow and to Mm. see a lot um, and now like the baton's been passed the other way and now it, it's like now it's your turn mm-hmm. to kind of like move through that and I'm sure this baton is going to continuously be passed back and forth as we go through like different 
you know, layers of our own journey of our own healing. Yeah, you may just have to hold the one, you know, longer. For a bit longer, that's all right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, reflecting on this year, we've grown a lot. We will continue to grow. I'm excited to see where we are even a year from now. Like, bro, if we're doing this work like this now, like, man, it's going to be fire. And uh doesn't mean that it's not difficult and it doesn't mean that it's not hard, but um, I'm just so grateful. Yeah. And we're definitely at much a place of ease right now um, versus where we were at a year ago. Yeah. A year ago, everything was... Uh, um, a big challenge yeah. like every little trigger everything it was like a big challenge and a year into this work we do not argue no there are conflicts that come up for sure yeah i would say since we moved into this place in san yeah. diego we haven't really had a f like an actual conflict conflict there are moments that we bump heads but as Ellie is now really stepping more into her power, we had an amazing conversation the other day where it felt like my power and her power were meeting head to head. <laughs> and it wasn't an argument. We weren't angry at each other. We were just showing up passionately and powerfully. And while we didn't agree and we weren't smooth sailing, it felt like to me, at least this was my experience, the powerful being in me was able to honor the powerful being in you. Mm. And we didn't have to necessarily agree. And that was fine. But what wasn't being triggered was any like disempowerment, inferior, superior. It felt like we were both talking to each other from our heart. Yeah. Yeah. So happy one year. Happy one year. Um, this work, you know, that we have learned and we integrate on the daily at Master Self University ain't no joke. It is no joke, y'all. Like, man, I would have ate this stuff up years ago watching to a couple move through the kind of work that we're moving through. And that's not to say, oh, we're so, we're great. It's not that. It's just powerful and so deep and it will continue to go deeper and we will continue to evolve. And I know that a part of our path here in this life is to really show people like what a relationship can look like uh, when you're not sitting there pointing the finger and blaming the other person for all the stuff that's coming up for you. Uh, so thanks y'all for being on this road with us. I know a lot of you guys have been with us in the beginning and uh, we're just really excited to keep sharing what we're moving through and growing from and evolving into. So yeah. I'll also say for anyone that has been watching this whole time for the last year or is new to the channel, you can go back and kind of watch the evolution of our relationship, although we don't talk about it much um, for the first... Read in between the lines. Yeah, nine months. <laughs> but you can, as you're doing this work and, and if you're here and you're on this path, you're awakening to subtle energies and feel free to feel into the subtle energies that we share between us as we're recording these podcasts and sometimes it's it smiles and and beautiful feelings and other times it's sadness and pain yeah. and it's very challenging um but that's real yeah. and that's what we're here for is real 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 relationships real emotions real people yeah <laughs> Nice. That's nice. Thanks. I like that. Um, so to everyone at home, thanks so much for being here on this journey with us and share the subscribe, comment, like, uh, if you want to work with your partner on how to do this work, we are mystical life coach, relationship coaches. I said coach twice, but you get the drift. 
And um, we also have other amazing coaches who are relationship coaches at Master Self University. So set up a free call with us and learn about what the program entails and how you can do this with your partner or individually. And uh, till next time, we will see you guys then. Bye. Bye.